Welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits, and today I am getting into being kind to yourself. And that means actually quite a bit. Not only are you going to be kind to yourself, you're going to make sure others are kind too. So stay with us. Okay, good morning. Uh, If you're listening on the podcast, thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're watching live on any of the streaming channels, thanks so much for being here. Today, I'm going to be talking about being kind to yourself. And this is such an important topic because I think that this is really the basis of where everything starts. And before I get into it today, I want to just give myself a little plug for my fashion delivery subscription, M and Sky. It is unbelievable. I got a pair of jeans the other day, uh, an express pair of jeans. They literally took me back to the 90s. They fit amazing. And again, it's $50 a month for unlimited clothing to your house, two, four, six, eight at a time, whatever you choose. And that's at mnsky.com. You'll see me all over the website because it is my... Um, partnership with Castle and Haverdash. And again, that's emandsky.com. So go check that out. It's the links in my bio if you're watching this anywhere on social media or uh, whatnot. So anyways, let's talk about being kind to yourself. Um, I did a video the other day on TikTok actually about how I don't talk badly to myself. And This to me is really the root, the core of how everything in your life exists. Like if you talk badly to yourself, I believe that this is the beginning of also allowing others to talk badly to you, right? So when you're used to telling yourself like you're a piece of crap, um, you're fat, you're ugly, no one wants to be around you. Again, this goes back to that inner voice, right? The, that inner voice that is in our head, that is our ego, that is trying to keep us small, that we need to keep in check. And the way I had posed it on the TikTok video was it didn't work when someone else talked badly to me. So why would it work for me to talk badly to myself? And if you had parents that were rough on you, um, maybe you were bullied in school, maybe you had you know, a difficult relationship with a sibling or just had a sibling in general, right? Um, you may have been talked badly to or told that you're a loser, you know, whatever it is. And so it's so important that we go back to that time and say, you know, how did that make me feel? How does it make me feel when maybe my abusive spouse or whatever talks unkind to me? What does that do to my heart? How does that make me feel in my physical body? What does it do to me? Does it motivate me? Does it make me want to be a better person? Because when I think about someone speaking unkind to me, I die a little bit inside. I like go inward and get super negative and kind of give up. I kind of give up. I I get um 
I get to the point where to me, it feels like there's no point in moving forward. And that might seem pretty extreme, um, but it doesn't make it any less true. And so I have to be super aware of how I speak to myself. I have to be super aware as to how I try to motivate myself. And um, I believe that in, in being proud of myself and motivating myself in a kind and loving manner is really speaking to that inner child that needed that voice when I was growing up. I try to be the person to myself that I needed when I was younger. And so maybe that's really a good way for you to look at it is what did you need? What would you like your spouse or your friend or your partner to say to you and then say that and then act that way, right? Because when I look at being unkind to myself, that is the beginning of kind of like mental destruction where it's like, well, you're so fat. Like, so then like, what's the point of even eating this salad, right? What's the point of even going for a walk? What's the point of even trying? I'm just going to fail anyways. See, to me, that's how being unkind, you know, that's, that's the seed that is planted the unkind seed, and then that's what grows from it, negativity. So maybe look at look at being kind to yourself as a seed that is planted, that then you will see the results from that. So what results do you want to see? And also the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you act towards yourself. If you act super kind to yourself, if you speak kindly to yourself, and I might be getting all these adverbs wrong. Like, is it kind? Am I speaking kindly? I'm not really sure. Like, that's kind of like a little gray. So just work with me if it's irritating. If you're like one of those people that are good at English like that. But if you speak kind to yourself and then someone else doesn't, it's more jarring, right? So like, if you're like, you're really doing it. You really worked hard today. You really put yourself out there. And then someone else rolls in and is just like, what are you doing? Why are you even doing that? No one, no one cares. No one's listening to your podcast. No one cares about what you're saying, Meredith. It's going to be like a bolt of lightning going through your body. You're going to be like, why are you talking to me that way? I worked so hard to put myself in front of the camera. I worked so hard to show up. I worked so hard to get my head straight, to put the leggings on, to make the salad, to make that phone call, to do the text, whatever the thing is. I geared myself up. I built myself up to put to write the book. And now you're rolling up and you're you're trying to kill that. Why? What is why are you doing that? Because you're here and they show up down here, right? They show up below. And so that needs to be jarring to you. You need to be, you are basically setting the tone to how all of the world will speak to you. And if they don't, you're aware of it because you talk so kindly to yourself. You're so nice to yourself that when someone's a turd, 
you're like, okay, the alarm bells are siling. Someone's being a turd to me. Like, that's not okay. I'm aware of that. See, when you come from an abusive childhood and you're used to being called names, when you're used to physical abuse, when you're used to mental and emotional abuse, guess what? When someone rolls up and continues that behavior into adulthood, you're used to it. (laughs) And then your parents are going to say to you, why do you date such assholes? I don't know. Maybe because you are an asshole to me and I'm used to it. P.S. Why have you put on so much weight? Why do you date losers? Why did you take a shitty job? I don't know. Maybe because I'm used to shit in my life. And I don't know how to be kind to myself. I need to learn that. Right? It's easy for parents or a spouse or whomever to see when someone else is being mean to you. They're like, oh my God, you you have such shitty friends. Why do you date losers? I don't know. Maybe because I'm used to being around people that treat me shittily. They can see it when someone else is doing it, but they didn't recognize when they were the culprit. But now, unfortunately, we're used to putting up with abuse. It's it's normal in our life to put ourselves second to be a people pleaser, to walk on eggshells because we don't know which person we're going to get, which mom we're going to get, which dad we're going to get, if we're going to be in trouble today. Because our parents or whomever, maybe maybe this started with a, a bad marriage or a bad boyfriend in high school, right? And so we get used to dealing with emotionally immature people who can't regulate themselves. And then when we come into the picture, they they spill their shit all over us, right? They spill it all over us. And then we're like, oh my God, I just came home from school. I didn't even do anything and you've lost your mind. I just came home from work. I just showed up for a date. I just walked into the picture and I'm being abused. What is it that I did wrong? How can I be perfect? How can I show up in a different way? And so we think that the world reacts to us. When this happens to you as a child, <laughs> when when the world is constantly um, explosive, eggshell, right? When the world is constantly like that and and you step into the view and and it's explosive or it's you know you you can't you can't know who you're going to get when you walk into your house you think that the world is always responding to you you think that you're the problem you think that you're to blame for everyone's emotions and i blamed myself for everyone's emotions until the age of 48. I thought that everything that everyone's like bad mood was my fault. I thought the reason that people were bitchy was because of me. 
I thought the reason that people were happy was because of me too, though. I thought that I affected everything. I didn't realize that everyone kind of showed up because of who they are. I didn't understand that the way that people in my childhood showed up was because that's who they are. That's who they were. That's what they were going through. And instead of being emotionally mature and showing up and go, man, I had a really shitty day. So you might want to stay away from me, Meredith. Or, you know, I'm having a rough go of it today. So I'm going to stay kind of to myself. Dinner's on the table. I thought I had to fix everybody. I had, I thought I had to fix everything. I thought everything had to be perfect so that everything would be okay. And so I always had learned to treat myself second, less than, because who cared how I felt? What matters was the person that is in front of me is happy because if they're happy, if the person in front of me is happy, if the room is clean, if the house is clean, if I am well-behaved, if my grades are good, if, 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 so many if-thens, if then everything will be okay. Who cares how I feel? What matters is a, the person in front of me is okay. Because if they're not okay and they're emotionally immature, if they're emotionally unstable, then my life is going to be emotionally unstable. And so this is also why it's so important that you're kind to yourself so that you have the capacity to be kind to your children, kind to your spouse, kind to your coworkers, because this shit lives inside of you. If you are not kind to yourself, if you are not kind to others, as a general rule, we all have shitty days. Let's not be crazy. But as a general rule, let's say 95% of the time, if your existence 95% of the time is not pleasant, I don't know, pleasant, copacetic, you got shit to heal. If you are yelling at your kids all the time, if you are boozing all the time, if you have to escape via some sort of chemical, be it doom scrolling on social media, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, whatever the case, if you are a dick all the time, that is living inside of you. You have shit to heal because you are spilling out on everyone around you. And I'm going to tell you this. This starts with how you show up to yourself, how you speak to yourself is where you'll see who you are. It is jarring to me now to be around people who talk badly to themselves. I was at the swimming pool man, a month or so ago, and this woman was there with me, or next to me, I should say. She was talking to someone I was with. When I tell you that this woman is breathtaking, beautiful strawberry blonde hair, a body that does not stop, gorgeous. I mean, the epitome of a natural beauty talking shit about herself right next to me as I'm like rolling in, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, 
<laughs> trying to be confident. I got, you know, these bathing beauties next to me. And I'm like talking, I'm like, I feel good. I feel great. Right. And then I've got this person next to me talking shit. It is so jarring now to hear someone talk badly to themselves. It is so jarring. And I literally will tell people, don't do that. I had someone the other day, she's like, I make my daughter get a job. I'm a mean mom. And I go, why would you say that to yourself? <laughs> why would you call yourself a mean mom for having your, your child get a job? I think that's fantastic. You're probably a really good mom. Don't say that about yourself. And as you start being kinder to yourself, you will start being kinder to the people around you. And then you will stop being outwardly cruel to yourself. And I do believe as I'm sitting here thinking about this, that a lot of people that are probably really cruel to themselves outwardly, outwardly is probably because they're trying to get ahead of anyone else saying it. I actually have a friend that does this. Um, she'll be like, I know I'm fat. I know I'm fat. I know I'm this. I know I'm that. And I'm like, yeah, you're just trying to get ahead of it so that no one else can say it. But how about you just not say it? Because we're not actually thinking it. It's not even on my radar. I'm more worried about like my pants. I'm more worried about my shirt. I'm more worried about my hair. I'm not worried about your weight at all. So how about you just talk kindly to yourself because your inner child's listening. The you that needed to hear you is listening. It starts with you. And so it spills into how other people speak to you as well. The people in my life know that like <laughs> my healthy boundary is, is you will never speak to me that way. If I don't speak to you that way, like if I show up and I'm a dick, then yes, it's coming back to me and I'm expecting it. But if I am being kind to you and you have an attitude, you better leave that at the door because I am not going to allow, I will leave. My family knows I will leave. You will never see me again if you decide that you're going to just, I don't know, start treating me like shit in life. Like ever. Like I dealt with it. I did that. I've done that stint, right? I've done, I played in that musical. <laughs> I don't need it ever again. I don't need anyone. I talk kindly to myself. I don't deserve to be treated poorly. My family knows if you treat me like shit, I'm out. 100%. There's there's no there's no maybe. There's no maybe. The line is is drawn in the sand. And it's not to be cruel, but if I allow you to spill into treating me badly. And the reason I'm talking about this is I'm praying, I'm hoping, I'm begging, I'm planting the seed with you that you want to exist in the same way. How you talk to your children is very possible. How their spouse and the people that they date and their friends will talk to them. You need to know that. You are training your children up to be talked to poorly. If you're like, get your ass in here. I'll give you something to cry about. You're being a baby. I want you to imagine that your their spouse is treating them that way and you're walking into it. I want you to pretend that what you are saying to your kid 
you are walking into their house 20 years from now and their spouse is talking to them that way. How do you feel? How do you feel when your kid's spouse talks to them and using the same words, the same tone, the same anger? How does it make you feel? But you don't think anything of you doing it, right? You don't think anything of you calling your kids names or being mean. You're their parent. Okay, you're their parent. You were mad. They made you mad. They're just kids. What else are you going to do? Just imagine. You're teaching them how their spouse should talk to them. You're teaching them how all of the people that they date, you're teaching them how their prom date should talk to them. How does that feel? How, how would you like it if your kid's prom date called them a dumbass? Hmm? How does that, how does that work for you? But you don't think anything about doing it, right? You don't think anything about hitting your kid. I still see on social media, Facebook, I would say exclusively, by the way. Facebook exclusively. People talking about still hitting their kids. Facebook exclusively. And how kids should be hit. And how that's how you teach a kid. And I was hit as a child. And so I will then also hit my kids. You do know you're training your children up to be physically abused. Yes. You're teaching your kids that it is okay that people that love you hit you. That's what love looks like, right? Mom says she loves you. Dad says he loves you. And then they hit you. That's what it looks like. That's how it feels, right? So why are you surprised when someone's, your child has a spouse that hits them or a boyfriend that hits them? It's normal. But we hit our kids and then we say, don't ever let a man hit you. Why? You hit me. I don't understand. It was okay for you to hit me but it's not okay for someone else to. You're the person of everyone that's supposed to love me. You're the person of everyone that's supposed to support me and keep me safe, but you're hitting me to get a response because you can't handle an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old. You cannot regulate yourself enough so you hit your child because you don't know how to deal with a kid that you have created. And so you hit them. And then you tell them, don't let anyone hit you. And then you're surprised when they're dating someone or married to someone that is physically abusive. You can't have it all those ways. You can't have it all those ways. You have to pick a lane. And so this is why it's so important now now, this is why it's so important that you be the person that you needed growing up. 
you need to be the person that you needed growing up. So if that person didn't show up for you, if your parents didn't show up for you, now it's time to show up for yourself. Don't continue the same behavior that you hated from your parents or your siblings or the bullies at school. Don't continue that bad behavior. You do it different for yourself in your head. If your parents didn't get you braces, get yourself braces. If your parents you know, fed you shitty food, feed yourself good food. If your parents or whatever didn't you know, talk kindly to you, speak kindly to yourself. Stop allowing them to live and push your life after they're not in control of you anymore. You are an adult. You are safe. You are allowed to use new tools. I talk to clients about this all the time. If you don't know, I am an intuitive life coach. I talk to clients all the time. You are still using your eight-year-old um, tools. You are still using your eight-year-old brain to experience 30-year-old life. You're, you're using those old tools. You're using the old mindset, your own, like if you are unsafe as an eight-year-old, there's a very decent chance that as a 20 or 30 or 40 or 50-year-old, you're still using those same tools and you don't have to. And this is when you talk to yourself and you go, wait a minute. Pay my own bills. I live in my own house. No one's going to come after me. No one's going to beat me. No one's going to talk shitty to me anymore. What is going Why am I letting these people continue to live in my head rent free? Right? We've heard that expression. You're allowing people to live in your head rent free. Don't do that. You don't have to do that anymore. Your parents don't have to be in your head anymore. I don't give a shit. Don't do it. Talk kind to yourself. You're amazing. Everyone used to make fun of my face uh, when I was a kid. Um, I had a parent that called me basketball head. Um, I had people in school that would tease me and pretend like I was stretching out my face because it was so wide and round. Um, I'm good with my face. I'm going to be 51 in a week. How's that? How's that face treating you? I'm fine with who I am. I like the way I look. I'm proud of myself. Round faces hold up longer. Round faces hold up longer. How's that narrow face face treating you? How's all that anger and cruelty that you spewed treating you. Hmm? Because now at 51, this round face is holding up. I like myself. I love my face. But when I was growing up, I was cute. I was never pretty. I would actually have people, I've actually had people as adults tell me to my face, they are amazed to my face. I'm amazed how many guys pay attention to you. To my face. I don't get it. I don't get it. They actually told me they didn't get it. 
That hatred lives in them. That anger lives in them. That cruelty lives in them. And it most likely came from their parents. That's how they talk to themselves. When you're around someone, listen to what they're saying. That is how they talk to themselves. Do you know that? When someone is constantly talking shit about people, when someone is cruel to you, they are equally cruel to themselves. Now I hear it. Now I get it. When I hear someone being a turd, I'm like, oh my God, that's how they talk to themselves. So whatever they're saying to me, they are 3,000 times more cruel to themselves which means their parents were most likely so cruel to them because their parents were a dick and now they're a dick to themselves and now they're a dick to you. The way I look had nothing to do with them. They couldn't even see me. They couldn't see me. All they saw was through the filter of their parents. Whoa. They were seeing me through the filter of their parents' eyes and how their parents saw them or how they received their parents. Wow. That's good. And now you get to listen to it, which is why no more. You have to have healthy boundaries. You have to have healthy boundaries. You have to let the world know what you will tolerate. And that starts with you. You have to first decide, maybe today, September 25th. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's September 26th. It goes up live tomorrow. You have to decide. Let's do it today. How am I going to talk to myself moving forward? If I don't like something about what I'm doing, how can I talk to myself in a kind way to, I don't know, move me forward in a positive way? So for example, right now, I, and I'm going to talk about my physical self because right now that's what I'm working on. All right. That's where I'm at right now. I'm talking about my physical self. Right now I am working on what they call the bat wings, and my lower stomach. But I'm okay with it. It's where I met. It took me a long time to put those bat wings there, right? And so it might take me a hot minute to undo it. I am not going to talk to myself in a mean way and be like, oh my God, how did you get so goddamn fat? What did you do to yourself? You only went through a pandemic and drank yourself silly. You went through breast cancer and four weeks of radiation. You horrible piece of shit. No, not going to do that. Not going to do that. What I am going to do is say, you really crushed it yesterday and Saturday by going for walks and doing your workouts and drinking water. And you know what? Today, you can keep doing that. And if you're not doing anything for yourself right now, you can say, I love my body. I don't know. Maybe because it's still on this side of the earth and not underground. You're still alive. 
Maybe are you dealing with addiction? I don't know. Change it. You can decide right now. I quit smoking. Boom. I just wait. I'm just like, I'm not going to smoke anymore. You can do anything you want to do. It's literally changing your mind and saying, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be the person that eats a whole cake. Even though I did drive by Dunkin' Donuts yesterday and I told myself, my husband, I'm like, if I were not like where I am at right now, I could literally go into Dunkin' Donuts and eat an entire dozen of donuts with the cream filling, 100%. And then I could go drive over to like BP and just like buy a carton of cigarettes and like just smoke the shit out of them. But I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that person. Because that person wakes up and her chest hurts from smoking. Her back hurts from smoking. Her throat hurts and she thinks she's going to die all night long from smoking. She puts on clothes and they don't fit from eating donuts. I don't want to be that person anymore. So I have to be a new person. The person that I want to be. Remember, create the avatar. And then undo the avatar. What does that avatar person do in life? I want to be that person. That person doesn't eat a dozen donuts. That person doesn't smoke a pack of cigarettes. That person doesn't drink gallons of tequila and bottles of wine at night. So if I want to be that person, I can't do this shit over here. One or the other. All right. But I'm also not going to talk shit to myself. I'm not going to be mean to myself. Why would I want to carry the shit that I dealt with when I was younger? Why would I want to carry that into now when I don't have to? I don't have to. I don't have to live like that anymore. I don't ever, ever, ever have to. I can live in a studio apartment by myself and eat ramen and never have to put up with anybody's shit ever again. And that starts with me. And so today, we are going to make a decision that we are no longer going to talk unkind to ourselves. We are going to reprogram our brains to know that we are allowed to be nice to ourselves. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If you start doing this, you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose people in your life that are used to talking to you like shit. And then you're going to say, I don't know if you know this or not, but I got this new thing. I'm, I'm listening to watching Meredith with a Y. And she's nuts. And she believes that we're allowed to talk kindly to ourselves and that everyone around us should talk kindly to our, to themselves too. You know, that you have to be nice to me because I'm nice to you. And I'm not going to put up with your shit anymore. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if everyone had to talk to you the way that you're going to talk to yourself moving forward? How much would change in your life? How much less booze will you have to drink to make yourself, you know, detach or distracted or to cope with the shitty behavior you've been putting up with? Think about that. How much in your life is going to change with you being kind to yourself? How much will change? How much in your life is shitty because you talk shitty to yourself and you let people talk shitty to you? Will you have to quit that job? Will you have to get another job? Hmm? 
who you have to break up with your 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 partner? What will change when you start talking kindly to yourself and now everyone around you that talks crappy to you, it's going to be jarring. You're not going to be used to it. This is a game changer, guys, and it starts with you. It's a game changer. Be kind to yourself. Start today. Don't start tomorrow. Be mindful of what is going through your head. If you have a thought that is swirling, you can do a few things with it, okay? Because sometimes we have intrusive thoughts. Sometimes, and an intrusive thought is a very negative thought, okay, that might need to be dealt with with a psychologist. Um, It can be like, go jump off that bridge. That can be an intrusive thought. A negative thought is you're a wild piece of shit, right? So when we have a negative thought, I always like to put it in the, the pretend garbage can that's by my right foot and then put a lid on it and then kick it away with my right foot. There goes that thought. Because we don't want to try to like control our thoughts because then it becomes like OCD-ish. We're just going to put it in that pretend garbage can by our right foot and kick it away. Okay? And then every time we have a bad thought, we can also reprogram it with a positive thought. So if we're like, God, my butt's so big. We could go, my butt is so big, but that's actually kind of awesome. And I'm going to do a lot of awesome things to shape it into the way that I want it to be. You're such a loser. You have such a loser job. Okay. I'm not a loser because I am working every single day starting today to change that. I'm really actually an awesome person. You don't even get off the couch. You weigh 8 billion pounds. Yes, but today I'm going to walk for five minutes around the house and I'm going to be really proud of myself. You see? It's, it's about re- reprogramming. It's about talking kindly to yourself. And the more you keep your promises to yourself, the more you're loving with yourself, the more you're going to do the right thing for yourself. It's just going to snowball and snowball and snowball and snowball and get better and better and better. I love it so much. I love the fact that we are so actually in control of our own experience on this planet. And we so don't know that all the time. We think that we are victims to the world around us, and you're not. This all starts with you. Everything in your life starts with you. If you talk to yourself like shit, the world will show up to you in a very shitty way. And then you'll be like, oh, well, I'm I'm used to that. It's just the way that my, I don't know, my life goes. That's the way things happen. All right, guys. Well, I hope that this helps. I'm going to go talk kindly to myself and have some water. I have a therapy appointment in 20 minutes so I can go talk about things. If you're not in therapy, go to therapy. I do it over Zoom. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. I just go and dump on this woman and I pay her to listen to me so that my, you know, my husband doesn't have to, right? I just dump. I don't want to leave that on my family. I don't want to dump on my friends all the time or what my problems are. So I get a therapist. If you haven't checked out mandsky.com, check it out, E-M-A-N-D-S-K-Y.com. That is my um, partnership with Haverdash. It is $50 a month for all the clothes that you can wear four at a time 
Um, check it out, E-M-A-N-D-S-K-Y.com. The link is in my bio and all my social media pages. Check it out, emmonsky.com. Be kind to yourself today, guys. Be kind to yourself and see that how that uh, kind of shows up everywhere around. And I will see you here next week. And I will see you all here next time.